0: Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunded campaign success and better physical product businesses. I'm your host, Matt Ward, and each week I interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert designed to help you take your startup to the next level. If you're interested in learning what we're all about and kickstarting your own crowdfunding campaign, check out artofthekickstart.com slash checklist. You'll get our entire guide to crush your campaign and take your business to new heights. But now, let's get on with the show. Today's Art of the Kickstart podcast is brought to you guys by efulfillmentservice.com, the company that actually has experience helping crowdfunders make it happen. Guys, welcome back to Art of the Kickstart. And today we're going deep. Deep as in underwater photography, underwater video. We've got Steve Underwood on the line from PackPod. This is cool. Thanks for coming on today, Steve. Hey, thanks for having me, Matt. So, Steve, we want to talk about your campaign, at least a little bit. But first, we'd like to start off with some kind of life quote, success quote, something to get us a little bit excited. What do you got?
1: You know, uh, there's some some great quotes by others that I love. But as I approached this campaign and would panic at times at all I had to do and all I needed to know, Basically what I kept saying to myself was, I don't need to know everything. I just need to know what I need to know next. And that served me pretty well because it seemed like everything that you do in developing a product and bringing it first to Kickstarter and then looking to market is, if you've never done it before, you just got to stay calm and, you know, trust your gut and know that you'll, you know, you'll get the resources and get there as you get there. But you just, if you try to look at it globally and try to figure out ahead of time what you're going to need to know down the road. I think it just, it was stressing me out too much. So that's where I'd start.
0: Yeah. Premature optimization can shut you down. There's that, uh, there's that old song. Just put one foot in front <laughs> of the, oh, and it's so true. Once, once you start going, you, you're, you're coming out the door. You funded your Kickstarter campaign. Let's go there. Let's go back to Packpod. So I'm looking sure. at your, I'm looking at your Skype picture now and it looks like you're scuba diving and having a blast. Talk yeah. about, how'd you get into all this? What's your, what's your little story?
1: Well, I mean, I love, uh, I, I always love snorkeling. And when I turned 50, for some reason, I, I got curious about free diving because I realized that I had pretty good breath hold time. Went to, uh, Florida for a couple of intensives for these four day courses to learn free diving. And by the second week, I had, uh, done a dive to 117 feet holding my breath, which kind of blew me away. And I came back to Maine wanting to free dive, but you dive down about 10 feet anywhere in Maine and you freeze your butt off. So I started diving in rivers with a camera and kind of got into currents and a little whitewater and really got hooked on the videography of it. And over the last four years, kind of carved out a niche doing come on, kind of environmental doc work up here um, for a nonprofit that I really like and just uh kind of got into the the video side of it and was finding that I I wanted a tripod that I could kind of attached to things and and stake into river bottoms and um that was really you know attach attachable and wasn't finding it so i just started sketching and uh you know prototyping and eventually i ended up with packpod
0: perfect for underwater selfies right yes indeed how long can you hold your breath
1: well my longest resting breath hold was five and a half minutes Uh, but when i'm diving you know when I'm diving with a camera, I mean I might I might go a minute, but um you know you're you're moving and burning oxygen, so uh, it's not as long as doing a resting breath hold. That's quite impressive. You should totally put a video <laughs> of that with your pack pod filming it underwater in the camera. There we go. You that would get, get, be, bo- get, get, get bo- people bo- excited.
0: Okay. Yeah, cool. Don't try this at home, guys. But um <laughs> trying this at home. So you're you're making this product. You've decided, okay, I want to do this. Clearly, there's clearly I want it, and clearly it doesn't exist. How do you go about building something like this? What's your background in terms of technical?
1: Well, technically, I majored in engineering, but kind of veered off uh, in mechanical engineering, veered off into kind of a lot of other types of work. And actually, from September to May, I run a theater here in Portland, Maine. Uh, and that was allowing me to uh, do different things during the summer. And the, the filming thing kind of uh, took off, and I just kept building on that. But I just started sketching. I mean, literally started on Post-its. And the thing that kicked it into gear was there's a guy named Justin ALO in Kennybunk, Maine, uh, ALO design. And he, he and I worked uh, together on this. I kind of created all the feature sets and the evolution of that. But he took what I was sketching and made something to me that is beautifully functional and really functionally beautiful. I just had no idea it would look as cool as it ended up looking. And that's really all Justin. So, um, you know, I'd recommend checking him out if you're an inventor looking to uh, put something in the hands of a guy that really knows his stuff.
0: Absolutely. You've got the ninja tripod. I think partnering with someone that can help you with a lot of that design stuff. I studied engineering as well, and it's a nightmare Ah. to make something look good. yeah, Yeah. You you clearly pulled it off. What What have been some of the other big challenges you've had along the way? Because engineers and entrepreneurs are typically slightly different.
1: Yeah, I'd say the entrepreneur thing, I've really had to kind of just dig in and learn quickly. But also, um, I just saw a text come in from my partner, uh, Hannah Sanders, who kind of the short story on her, she was doing law work for a long time and just got kind of disillusioned with it and was looking for something to do. And literally a year ago, I showed her this prototype and she just said, this is awesome. And I, I want to help you with this. And we're now um, kind of a great balance for each other. She's got an extremely sharp mind for detail and, you know, and all the things that uh, when you need to line up the ducks very carefully, and um, there's just a nice balance there, but I, I don't think I'd be where I am. I know I wouldn't be as organized or as far along as I am without having uh, picked up Hannah on along the way. So um, yeah, the entrepreneur thing is that, you know, I've seen that on Shark Tank and stuff where there's like, you might be an inventor, it doesn't mean you're an entrepreneur and you really need to, you know, look in the mirror and, and look at where your strengths are and weaknesses and, and make sure you've covered the weaknesses or, you know, I think you get eaten alive. Absolutely.
0: And there's no reason you can't just be the inventor, the person that creates products, patents them mm-hmm. and sells them yeah. to someone else. But a big challenge that a lot of people that come to me with out of the Kickstarter is I have the most incredible product ever. It's a time machine. This is going to change the world. It's worth millions. Yeah. And my campaign just launched and I have zero dollars because mm-hmm. I haven't put a single ounce of effort into advertising. No one knows about it. You were talking about that ahead of time, knowing what you need to know for Kickstarter. You've been prepping for months. What's your yeah. marketing plan looked like? What have you done in order to fund so quickly and be so successful? You've um, already that, funded in five days, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think the thing that made me nervous, there were t- times when I'd listen to your podcast or other people like Narbox comes to mind and I'd hear these, you know, 20 something guys saying just the way they worked, the, you know, the life out of getting their email list, growing that and just reaching out early. And, I, you know, on my website, I had kind of, um, you know, an email opt in option that just it was just trickling in, and I thought, "Man, it's getting closer." I don't really have a substantial list, so I really called on my personal contacts very individually, you know, not kind of in a spam way. And that that yielded something. But the other thing that I'd heard on uh, some of the podcasts was Thunderclap, and we really pushed that and got I think seventy people to sign up to push out the word of the, of the launch on um, as a Thunderclap and uh they did a contest where you could win one of five pack pods and the social reach according to the algorithm was eighty thousand people and when when that hit at around you know two hours into the campaign it just got steady and went and um it's i think a really powerful tool that uh you know is free if you get 100 people to sign up and we had to pay 100 bucks because we had less than 100 but for the money spent that was huge and the uh you know that i don't think initially there are a whole lot of other things the i mean, p r wise we hired a woman named Ali Troxel Carr who uh, is out in Seattle with headwaters Collective, and she had done p r for a friend of mine in portland maine's furnace surf glove uh campaign. He was kind of in a stall and he called her and for a very reasonable price she she reached out and basically his campaign kicked into gear and he funded and so she started working with us two months before launch and um you no, know, we've just gotten some, some, not a whole lot of stuff yet, but it's, you know, we're only five days into the campaign, but the cult of Mac and, um, slash gear and outside is, is likely lined up to do something. She was involved with the, that, that company for a while. So there were a few reviews and then I was really adamant about getting through tooling and getting a sample batch done so that we'd have seed product. And that has helped a lot in getting that into the hands of, of people with some really good, you know, film and uh, film credits like Emmy winners and some so some of those testimonials on the site, they got to use it and weigh in on it. And that was positive. So, you know, between Ali's PR uh, blitz and Thunderclap and and really working the personal list, that thing, you know, that got things going. And then it just seems like, you know, in day seven, we're still pretty steady with, you know, the the the, the backers coming in. So now we're looking to kind of reach out a lot more and, and get into Facebook targeted ads. Jellup was another thing I've been hearing on yours and other podcasts that was really an effective way to target, uh, Facebook. And, uh, we're going to jump into that in the next few days. And, you know, there's some other things on deck for PR, but that's, um, I've just felt real appreciation that people are excited about it because it is a really unusual kind of tripod. And, you know, when you say tripod, he's like, yeah, I've been there, done that. And then they start playing with it and go, oh, I have no idea how light it would be. I mean, it's light and God, you can, you know, configure it into just all these crazy positions. And uh it kind of gets anyone that was into Tinker Toys and Erector sets, you know, just kind of takes off with the thing and, and kind of gets it. So it's cool.
0: Okay. You mentioned testimonials. You mentioned a lot of people that were liking it, even some higher level celebrity style people. You need to get mm-hmm. all that into your campaign, I think. So if you can take that, you can, if you can take the quotes, you can put them in there. If you have videos, that's even better. And then all yeah. the places where you're getting mentioned, I would throw all that in there too, because that's all just extra social proof. People are coming exactly. to camp; they're coming to the campaign and seeing you. And yeah, it looks cool. But the more that you can make it look like, wow, this is a proven guy. This is actually happening. Legitimate people think this is cool, and maybe I should too. It'll help you boost your conversion rate and get yeah. more people.
1: And part of it is like right now on on the campaign page, it's like there are some testimonials that we've gotten in that we haven't changed that graphic. And it's like, you know, it's this list of things where if I had 48 hours a day, I feel like I would be ke- keeping up with what I need to do. And it's just, you know, from morning to late at night, just do as much as you can and and delegate as much as you can. But, um, you know, now that there's some funding coming in, it's like, OK, it's now it's time to up, you know, spend a little bit more. To increase the reach, and you know, before this, it's been a year and a half of just working for zero dollars and spending a whole lot of money to get through prototyping, tooling, and getting um, all the pieces in place to launch. And it's just all been money going out. So it's kind of a relief to see a trend of uh, you know of funds coming in.
0: Absolutely, it might be worth looking at some of the other Kickstarter campaigns that are underwater or photography focused and trying to cross promote. Sure. I know we mm-hmm. had we had a guy on here before. Um, 360 revolution camera i think dan burton with uh, oh, a oh yeah, discovery yeah. channel photographer but this would be like right up his right up his alley and i know a lot of other people with kickstarter photography is enormous and so is let's face it so is diving try yeah. to play some of those angles
1: yeah and i think i remember you saying on one of your podcasts you would like to learn diving or there was something that fascinated you about that.
0: yeah uh, yeah so i actually <laughs> i actually did i was in i was in phuket for a month before uh, before being here and i got certified yeah. to scuba dive that was fun
1: that's nice i've oh. been to thailand a couple times and what a great country oh what a great country it is
0: it's yeah. very it's very chill it's very relaxed yeah. and i would totally recommend the scuba diving route i'm gonna need to do that a bit mm-hmm. more often now cool cool i don't know about the free diving we'll see about that but uh <laughs> yeah well we'll, <laughs> we'll see
1: is, yeah yeah the key is relaxed just you have to you know the the my Instructor, this guy from the Czech Republic, just said, that, you know, it sounds counterintuitive, but the, you know, to dive deep, you have to get more relaxed the deeper you go. And when you finally listen to him and truly do that, it's like, oh, I'm not burning up any oxygen being stressed. It's just, uh, you know, it's kind of a cool experience. I definitely am hooked on it. So, there you go, a little free diving tidbit.
0: Sounds like my instructor, my instructor was Russian. <laughs> so, um, let's jump into the launch round now, Steve. What do you say?
1: Sure, John, go for it. I have no idea what you're going to say, but go for it.
0: Guys, I want to thank today's show sponsor, efulfillmentservice.com, for helping us make Art of the Kickstart happen. If you're running a crowdfunding campaign or you're thinking about doing it and you know you're absolutely going to take it to the next level, but you don't have the time to ship out all those rewards to your backers to get them out on time, work with efulfillmentservice.com. They're a small company that's experienced with crowdfunding campaigns. They can help you get those rewards out on time and ahead of schedule to make your campaign shine. Welcome to The Launch Round, where we take our guests through a series of rapid-fire questions geared towards unlocking the inner inventor and entrepreneur in all of us. Get ready to blast off and unlock your inner potential. Let's do this. Steve, if you could meet any entrepreneur throughout history, who'd you want to have coffee with?
1: I'd have to say Walt Disney. After reading his biography, I was blown away by how many things he invented, but Really reached into you know places where people said Walt, you're absolutely insane, and coming up with things like surround sound and color processes he did, and yeah. So I just figured you know it'd be kind of an interesting read, but I was really impressed with how visionary the guy was and how unwilling he was to compromise. So uh, I think that would be cool.
0: Walt, before or after we wake him up?
1: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'd say uh, after. What would you want to
0: talk to him about? What would be the first question?
1: Boy, I mean, he w- I mean, he would, I think there would be a lot of questions, but the end on the engineering side, he just kind of deconstructed, you know, if I wanted this to happen, how, I, how would you do it? And, and I, I, this makes something else that's come up to me late, r- lately is as I'm looking ahead at, you know, expanding on an idea or going down a path and I'll think about something, I realize that I'm being critical of the thought as I'm thinking it and it kind of, you know and messes up with the, the purity of just just have the idea and don't shoot it down before you have it so kind of it was get your thoughts off the critical list and i think Walt was someone who just said this doesn't have to sound rational right now i just need the freedom to explore it all the way and we'll find something and if it doesn't work the first time we'll we'll do it a bunch of different ways and uh it's just that kind of uh keeping your eye on where you want to go and not getting all stuck in the logistics of why it might possibly not work just kind of pushing through that brainstorm and shut up i like it yeah, so right. so
0: who did you look up to growing up?
1: Oh man, uh I'm kind of blank I'm kind of going a blank on that. There are a lot of people that I I mean I I'd say musicians cuz I played keyboards and hand percussion for a long time. I played in bands. So I think the people that I looked up to most were um the really, you know, kind of fine musicians, rock musicians of the day.
0: Would you rather be a world-renowned musician, actor, diver or entrepreneur
1: wow well i've i've had my uh, a lot of fun with music and the entrepreneur thing is so new and fresh i'd say i'm going to go with that now as i enter the third act of my life let's go with entrepreneur
0: okay i like it are there any business books or life books that have been recommended to you that you've loved or that you'd want to recommend to people listening
1: well this is a real outside one and it's uh, the the what comes to mind is fail fast Bob Fosse, who kind of brought the body and sexuality to to musical theater. I'd never really read about him, and he was just a crazy guy that chain-smoked and drank and did barbiturates and was extremely creative. His uh, his process for for creating was really inspiring to me, and one of the things that he talked about was just fail fast, and in the time that it takes to have an idea, and then someone say, well, it was a pretty good idea, but gee, what... You just said, just put up another idea, another idea, and maybe the eighth idea will land and you will have covered a lot of ground and you didn't have to stop and, you know, hold someone's hand or, or feel sorry for yourself that no one liked your idea. And when I've kind of looked at that as, you know, just the, the ideas aren't precious, just, you know, throw it up there, see if it sticks. If it doesn't move right on. And, uh, you end up, you know, at the end of the day, having created a lot and not being real precious or cautious about, you know, evaluating every little thing that happens, So, um, he was pretty amazing to, uh, you know, kind of look at the the story behind the guy. That's cool. I hadn't heard of that
0: one. It's also interesting that he was a musician that had such a, such a philosophy. Yeah. What mm-hmm. would you say your biggest weakness is?
1: I would say, uh, the, it's on the side of the entrepreneur there, there are things about like the basics of, you know, spreadsheets and taxes and kind of looking at, um, the uh you know the very analytical side of business that i would I, I'm kind of relying on my partner more for, but you know now that it's what I'm doing is on the table, it's not like sitting in a class and saying, "Okay, figure out this business example it's, it's my business so it's I have uh, a lot more interest in saying, all right, I want to understand more about say affiliate sales and exactly what the mechanics are of you know a lot of the the things that are being leveraged online now that didn't used to even exist you know, business models that are really uh powerful and very cool, but you have to really understand what they are. So um I'm just uh wanted to, you know, use those muscles in my brain more to um, you know, just be better and clearer at making uh what are basically, you know, fiscal and and uh, uh you know decisions of that nature and in, in moving down the road.
0: Speaking of business models, this could be a good this could be a good avenue for Amazon actually. I'm getting more into that.
1: Um, well, if, yeah, the, uh, the Amazuka stuff that you got going. And yeah, and I've been listening to those podcasts going, my God, you know, sales on, on Amazon, uh, there's a whole lot to know about how to do that, right? And sorry, I kind of interrupted you there.
0: Oh, no, you didn't interrupt. You contributed. Exactly. FBAAllstars.com. It's, a uh, yeah. It's basically it it's all you need to know about Amazon sales. Yes. And that's a, that's a good place to jump back into you, back into your okay. business. Where are you guys headed next? So you funded the campaign. We know you're pushing like hell. You're probably going to make this to what six, seven, eight figures. That's the goal. What happens after Kickstarter?
1: I think, uh, we're, we're kind of taking it a step at a time. But one thing is to, if, if we have, you know, a really multiple X overfund that, you know, proves the concept, it would be to meet with distributors to do like the outdoor retailer show and just, um, kind of feel out what's available to us. But, you know, certainly we'll have an e-commerce site ready to go in early November when the campaign ends and, uh, we'll take it from there. Uh, one thing I definitely am interested in doing is introducing some more products right around the, um, you know, the concept of pack pod, uh, like a pre- pack pod precision, which would be, you know, more like carbon fiber and, and some higher end materials, um, and, and just start to build on, you know, this brand because I, I really love that it's a tool of the trade that I'm I'm in. And the more I'm talking to people that do like run and gun documentary and um, reality TV and a whole lot of different things there, you know, as the cameras are getting much smaller and the audio mics and, you know, led lights, everything is getting lighter. And you're trying to light or, or film in places where you want to be low impact and not bring a whole lot of heavy gear. I just think there's a whole lot of outreach to do in, um, you know, c- making people aware that there's some, uh, you know, new small gear that uh, fills in big gaps and stuff that you know we're we're trying to do with all this new technology.
0: Small gear that fills in big gaps. That could be like your tagline right there. You are ready it's to just, rock. Just came.
1: All <laughs> right.
0: I like it. Okay, let's let's start cool. to wrap up now, Steve. What have we not covered during the sure. interview? You think we should cover?
1: Boy, I'd. Um, I think we're 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 we done pretty well. I I think um, the that you know once you're once you've got things rolling in the campaign looking at thinking a little bigger like you know using Jell up or um we're actually looking into brainiacs from mars which is a bizarre name but a pr firm that targets some a lot of places that would be awesome to get some coverage and realizing you know it's time to you've got 23 days you know a kickstarter is a very unusual little universe to have where you have you can get feedback from backers so it's you know it's it's basically looking to push this out further, and then within the campaign, figuring out maybe some stretch goals, I'm actually interested in kick booster, which you had um, kind of sent an email about so i'm I'm pretty close to jumping onto that, and you just need to study it a little more, but it's um taking advantage of of you know the the campaign time to um you know make this as big as we can That is absolutely
0: the goal as big as we can, and for anyone who yeah. didn't get didn't get the email about kick booster, it's essentially an affiliate referral program for Kickstarter and soon to be Indiegogo. So if you like a campaign, you share link you share the link to the campaign. You help boost their campaign. You get maybe a small commission on that. They get more mm-hmm. coverage. And creators get more people back in the campaign. It's kind of cool. Art of the Kickstart.com slash booster. And I think that can get you signed up for free and trying it out. There you go. But yeah, it sounded pretty cool when they emailed me. Honestly, I'd been hoping someone would build that. But I think um mm-hmm. let's get back to you, back to your campaign. I think it's about time to wrap up and send sure. them back to your awesome project. Pitch yourself. <laughs> make a make the world's greatest sales pitch right here, Steve. What are you about? Where do people go? Why should they check you out?
1: Well, I think if you if you watch the Kickstarter movie, it's all in there. I mean, I'm pretty um psyched that ninety percent ninety-five percent of the clips in that movie are, are things that I shot kind of doing what I love to do. And I edited it all. And I think part of the reason we've been able to get this campaign to going, you know, in the first place is a lot of things that you have to pay a lot of money to have done. I was kind of, you know, gathering and, and processing putting into the Kickstarter campaign. So it's, um, you know, if you're adventurous and, uh, especially, you know, I, I think where we all have HD in our pockets all the time now with our phones, and you have these story moments where you, you just, you know, whatever your projects are that you would like to get media, uh, you know, together to, to reach out with. It's usually the problem is you've got your phone, but you don't have, I just, if I could put the camera there and set up this lovely little shot and tell my story. So Packpod to me is this tool that lets you tell the rest of your story and keep it in the bottom of your day pack or in your glove box or in your, you know, handbag. And with a couple of little attachments to make it into a lot of different things, you, um, you can grab a lot of moments that you'd otherwise miss with, you know, shaky handheld video, which at the end of the day, you think, that's not usable. So, um, yeah, the story's right there on the project page. It's, um, kind of fun and fast and colorful. And, and there, we have some other movies on the page as well that I'm very happy with how the graphics came out. I paid someone to do that. And in the last, you know, literally the last three days of the campaign, it's like, we need more on this page. And, um, a guy named Rob Hayes came through with flying colors from uh, up in Ontario. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's definitely not just a tripod. It's a whole different kind of animal that um, inspires a lot of ideas in people of how they would use it. And I'm always surprised, actually, when people start, you know, saying, oh, I can see it attached to this. Or, I could see using it for, uh, for that. And it's uh, made it all worthwhile.
0: Yeah, that laptop stand one is pretty cool. There's a ton of different ways. Guys, check them out. P-A-K-P-O-D, if you're not sure how to spell it. It's a, yep. it's a cool little tripod. Steven Spielberg-esque selfies and videos. Get high quality. <laughs> that's what you need. Thanks for coming on today, Steve. You've been awesome.
1: Oh, thanks. And and thank you very much from up here in Maine. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Portland, Maine. Not
0: even on the Portland West Coast, yeah. Portland. The, the, the oth- crazy The other, port- the other yes. Portland. And bad. I am coming to you guys from Thailand. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, leave a review or say something nice. Or just back the thank- campaign, because that's what matters. Thanks, Matt. Yep. Cheers. If you've got a crowdfunding campaign coming up and are planning on crushing it, then I have exciting news. The Art of the Kickstart Crowdfund Academy is going on a massive listener-only sale. I decided I want to make sure more crowdfunders get access to the information and the step-by-step guides that they need to crush it. So for a limited time, the first 100 Art of the Kickstart listeners are going to get the entire 43 Video Crowdfund Academy, the step-by-step detailed guide where I walk you through exactly what it takes to crush your Kickstarter or Indiegogo campaign for $67. Originally three dollars of Artofthekickstart.com slash go. You can get the entire course, which will walk you through everything I do, everything that you need to know, and help you crush your campaign. Check it out. Art Artofthekickstart.com slash go. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show all about building a better business, world, and life with physical products. I'm your host, Matt Ward, and if you've enjoyed today's episode, you should check out artothekickstart.com. You can find access to all our past episodes, get our Kickstarter Crush It Guide, and if you love the episode, be sure to leave us a review, artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors and entrepreneurs find the show and helps us get better guests on here to help you grow your business. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, have a great and productive week. Go build something incredible.